The governor may be saved, but Octavia's duties are far from over. Will Hakon make a full recovery? Are there any more assassins lurking about? And what new problems will pop up before the army marches out for the last time? Welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. Hello everyone and welcome to me, my spouse and a die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. We... At this household, have a have a problem, and that problem is a gnat problem. So, for everyone who was like, "Oh no, what what marital difficulties are they having?" <laughs> Fear not. It's just a bunch of tiny bugs. They might be fruit flies. I don't fully understand the difference between gnats and fruit flies. Besides, I know they're different, but they look are very fruit similar. Are flies bigger? I don't think so. Oh really? Oh, they're maybe small. they are fruit flies. They might be fruit flies. Regardless, we have a problem with tiny pesky insects that seem to love a wreath that has been hung on our door. And it's not even a real, well, it's a real wreath, but it's not made of real plants. It's fake. It's made of fake yeah. plants. It's made of like plastic leaves. It looks nice, but it's made of, it's, made, it's fake. It's fake plants. But they love it. They love it. So every time <laughs> I go to work in the morning, we have to like... Like, chew them away chew them away because they're right at face level because they mm-hmm. love this wreath and so if it's you're a cloud of unaware you could just walk into this cloud of gnats every time you go in or out of our front door yeah like if you're on the other pane the other side of the pane of glass because we have a big glass window that it hangs over you can just like see them hanging out just all over this thing i don't know what it I is i don't know what it is anyway we've been trying to get rid of them clean and everything We've doused that thing in DEET, as much DEET as we possibly <laughs> mm-hmm. can. Um, they still come back. I know. It works for like maybe an hour. Yeah. They they just, they cannot get enough of this wreath. Um, so I tried to make some like homemade gnat fruit fly traps where you like invert a bottle head into the bottle so they can fly in and can't get out. Or the thing where you're supposed to take like something sweet and then put some dish soap in it so they fly in and can't get can't get out because of the the surface tension and they get stuck in there and they they you know i put them out there and they kind of worked the gnats liked getting close to it but they didn't really get stuck in it um until one day coincidentally i think it was the day when we were playing D in person that we talked about a, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. um gwyneth had a bottle of cinnamon whiskey that she received as a gift uh it is not the stereotypical cinnamon whiskey that y'all may be thinking of it is a a local brand that we don't have to name Um, (laughs) a brand i wouldn't usually buy hence the gift yeah it was a gift so she she poured a glass i think you poured a glass for someone to to try it but they have they declined after after tasting it so it was left sitting out on our countertop while we continued our adventure and we came back a while later and noticed that there were a bunch of these horrible insects just like in mm-hmm. like more mm-hmm. than in like multiple. a few hours more than had we had caught in like multiple days with with these other traps we found on the internet 
Yeah, we got like actual gnat traps, like fancy ones too, not even homemade ones. And they were. Did we? Yeah, the little apples. Oh, yeah. 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 Those are supposedly yeah. actual. Yeah. You know? So we were like, what magic huh. is this? Huh. Curious. So we poured a couple more glasses and put some out on the porch. And let me tell you, it is. It is a sight to behold. It is. It's a gross sight to behold because it is now filled with a mixture of like several day old cinnamon whiskey and dozens of dead fruit flies. (laughs) Well, we had this issue in the kitchen too. And like I was cleaning everything, putting everything in the fridge, you know, making sure that like all of those stereotypical things that would attract either gnats or fruit flies, like, but we still had them. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't know what else to do. So we would similarly like leave a a little, a glass with just a little bit of this cinnamon whiskey in it on our counter. Mm -hmm. And again, boom, like kind of gross, but like it worked. Amazing. And we were like, beer didn't work. All of those other things. Apple cider vinegar didn't work. Juice didn't work. Actual traps didn't work. But somehow this whiskey they love it. They love it. They love it so much. Love it so much. That they die, die for it. 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 Yeah. Literally. So if anyone else has a fruit fly and or gnat problem, hit us up. Because we, we have the secret. <laughs> we do have the secret. We know <laughs> the best thing for taking these little buggers down. We just need to re-bottle this whiskey as a gnat killer. <laughs> like, it's it's uncanny i've never seen anything work Mm -hmm. the way this works Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's the cinnamon i don't know if it's the whiskey i don't know if it's combination Uh, it's 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 literally miraculous it is magic i don't understand it but yeah we have we've we've got a lot of of these guys with Mm -hmm. this this whiskey it's incredible incredible i mean we basically solved the problem in the house yeah basically i mean we still have the problem outside because they there just, are a they, lot of fruit flies and or yeah. gnats in the natural world. Yeah, I think it has mitigated, though. I think It's not nearly as bad has. as it was. I think also the issue with that is that we have an apple tree right outside our house. Yeah. And I think all of the apples have now fallen, or most of them. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed like a bunch of like hornets and other little waspy things like, yeah. gorging themselves. So I don't think the rotting apples like... Yeah, I don't know if it's like our responsibility to like collect those and get rid of them. Yes, it is. Oh. Yeah, we, we haven't do done that. that. <laughs> it's like, I didn't sign up for this apple tree. It's on the other side of the sidewalk. Well, it's still our responsibility. I don't believe that. <laughs> Take so. it up with the municipality. Well, when when the people next door to us who have let their house fall into disarray finally do something about that, then maybe I'll worry about our apple tree. Oh, you mean the abandoned the, the abandoned house? Yes, the abandoned oh, house. Yes, that's that's their that's definitely their responsibility. Well, that is true. That is true punks and if our other neighbor with their uh, bathtub full of cardboard in their yard hey they could listen that is they true could be listening hey your they don't flowers know our names, look though, really so. nice your flowers look gorgeous could you please not have so much just cardboard rotting in your yard yeah please? not to speak ill of people behind. i'm sure they're very nice people but i'm sure you're very nice they just leave a lot of like cardboard in their yard it's annoying yeah. It's a nice yard, too. Anyway. It's a very nice yard. We don't need to go down that rabbit trail <laughs> right now. Regardless, we have the secret to killing fruit flies by the bushel. Mm-hmm. So we can... See what I did there? Because bushel is a measurement for fruit. Oh, you're so smart. Aren't I? You are very smart. Ha-ha. <laughs>
You know, who didn't have a recipe for killing governors by the bushel? <laughs> who? All of these assassins. <laughs> I'm just imagining a, a bushel of tiny Governor Hickons. Like, oh, there's a bunch of us. There's a bunch of them. So we come back after that impeccable segue. <laughs> How about I, as an earth elemental, smush them like gnats? You want to smush the governor? No, okay. the assassins. Go for it. I mean, I could. He has one hit point. You could kill him right now. I'm Do sure it. I could. Kill him and assume power. Akrilo <laughs> would be like, yes. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Um, yeah, so you, Karun, and Grisham of Albert, champion of Stagbine, are all huddled around the... Uh, bloodied body of Governor Hakon sitting in a pool of his own uh, bodily fluids and he his eyes have just flickered open. He is alive. He looks stable but he is in very bad shape because as we were going off air I rolled a natural 20 on his death saving throw. For reference he was actually doing pretty well. He had one fail and two successes at that point. Oh okay. So if I'd rolled a natural one he would have been dead. But I didn't. I, I rolled the opposite. <clears throat> so, he is alive. His eyes flicker open. He looks around the room at you, and everyone breathes a collective sigh of relief. <sighs> um, yeah, he's like holding the side of his neck where blood was pouring out mere moments ago. He is stable. He is alive, but he's been in bad shape. What do you do? Um, I un... Wild shape, you did. right? Yes. Okay. Um, You're a person again. I'm a person again. Um, do I hear any other assassins? Like, or, or, I guess I'll actually I'll ask Grisham quickly. Do you know if they had any? Did they have any other targets besides the governor? This is all I know of. Okay. Uh, can I like run to the window and look out and see if I can see other skirmishes happening? Because we have sure. some other, you know, there are other leaders also in the city. Yeah, it's not a ton. Well, there are a few. Yeah, I guess. I guess Malaris would. I guess she's not really a leader. Leader. No, she has no army to lead. Thanks to you. Oh my gosh, that's true. Seventeen. Uh, you don't see anything else. Okay. Okay. Um, so going over to going over to the governor, um, I'll be like, I'm not actually really going to say anything. I am just going to um, bust out some healing words, okay? So that kind of it gets him above one hit point type of thing, so that he's more than just stable. He'll, you know, maybe kind of, uh, you know, as she's as she's magically healing him, like Grisham is helping him you know, get up a little bit and kind of find his legs so that... Um, They're right here. <laughs> you knew what right I Right at the end of my waist. Um, so that, like, more... more. Oh, there's uh, two of them. Amazing. Dedicated healers can help him out. <laughs> All right, roll me a d4. All right. You don't need to look up healing word. Is it just a d4? It's a d... Yeah. Unless you're casting at a higher level, it's a d4 plus your wisdom. All right. This is mostly narrative healing anyway, so the exact number really doesn't okay, matter. Okay, that's true. That's true. So I, I will I will just I will bust some spell slots healing him to get him up to like 10 hit points. Okay. This is probably just one. Sounds good. Okay. He marked off two spell slots. 
Well, I'll also hit one up for me. Okay. You can roll that because we will we might need to know your hit points. Great. All right. Okay. So he some color returns to his cheeks. The wounds stitch themselves up a little bit. Uh, so he's not um, he's feeling a little bit better. And he kind of uh, stands up. You all kind of help him up. And he flips the chair over that he had previously flipped over to take cover behind. And kind of slumps down in it. And is just breathing heavily. So, well, um, that, oh, thank you for, for doing that. I don't know how well the two of us alone would have fared against them. Ow, that, that hurt. No, Ow. I mean, I'm just glad that we were able to, to make it in time. Did they... I mean, say anything, or was it just a... I think their intentions were um, uh, pretty, pretty obvious. Pretty clear, that's pretty true. Pretty clear. Mm-hmm. They didn't really need to say much. Um, you know, I don't think they were here to negotiate. Let's just put it that way. Doesn't seem like it. Okay. Or, as Anakin Skywalker would say, they were aggressive negotiations. Attack of the clones. Please continue. <laughs> what, um, so what's a clone? Clones are are a thing. There's a spell called clone that high-level wizards have uh, access to that you've probably at least heard of. Oh, actually, I guess that's probably how Jasulka made his body. That probably is. Probably is. About time you figured that out. Yes. As as I've mentioned before, Octavia is a low-on-the-int side of things. That's fair. Carhoon's like, oh, yeah, I I knew that, like, as soon as we went in there. Uh, I mean, as you know... My my magic is all given by the gods. Yeah. Studying is not necessarily my forte. Well, unless it's a book about mushrooms. Okay, hippie. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, her intelligence, now that she doesn't have Jasulka's ring, is back down to eight. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. You've, you know, it's life experience. Yeah, it's exactly. It's intangibles. Exactly. Um, okay. And so, I mean... She, since, like, they didn't say anything, and it is, again, yeah, relatively obvious what they were here for, um, she'll kind of turn to Grisham, who's, you know, much more in a stable state than the governor, and be like, um, if you could, you know, rush him downstairs to the, uh, to the clerics who are, um, you know, here and available, or I guess they could come up, um, I'm just going to do a quick sweep and make sure that there isn't anything else, you know, that we didn't miss anybody else. Um, I, I'm gonna have to stop you there. He's not going anywhere. They'll they'll come here, okay. and I think it would be best if uh, you you remained here just in case anything does happen. I have people who can search these grounds. Okay, that that does make sense. Just have them, yeah. Let us know if they if they find anything because there were uh, there were assassins at my house as well. That's I'm why not- it took it so, took us so long. To I'm, get here. I'm not surprised, but I'll have people look. But I think we should all we should all stay here for the time being. Um, he wanders out into the hall and has a quick conversation with one of the guards, mm-hmm. and basically sends some people out to to search the grounds. And he also sends someone to your place to collect you and Carhoon's armor oh, and that'd weapons. Be great. Awesome. Seeing that you don't have any, <laughs> Seeing and our, your pajamas are like cut to ribbons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor Carhoon's gonna need a new nightshirt. Night it's yep. just drenched in blood. <laughs> <laughs> um, after a few minutes, a, uh, a cleric comes up and 
and Hakon is led over to the bed and he kind of lies down and they start tending to his wounds. Um, as this happens, Grisham kind of beckons you over onto the other side of the room and in not like super hushed tones, but yeah. like tones that are trying not to be too overheard. Stage whisper-esque. Yes. So he pulls you over and he says, look, there's a few people who know what happened here tonight, but I think it would be best if the details of this don't really get out if you follow my drift. Sure. Morale isn't necessarily as high as it could be, and hearing that our de facto leader was one bad roll away from (laughs) being very, very dead... I don't think that's going to do great things for an army that we need to fight with everything they have in about a day. No, no, I agree. I think, I mean, I think having the story go out that there was an attempt made that we, you know, valorously fought off, I think that could be, I mean, potentially good for morale. I think, I don't don't want anyone hearing of, of any of this. Okay. The fact that they could get inside our walls so easily without us knowing until they were on us is not um, not something I'm very happy with and there will be some people who get a uh, stern talking to. Under- understood. So no, that makes sense. No word of this outside this room. Sounds good. Understood. Carter nods. Yeah. No, no, no problem. And he uh, pulls out the chair that is in front of the, uh, a desk, kind of on the opposite side of from the bed where, where Hakon is lying right now, and he slumps down, and also very tired, also pretty beat up. Um, and he says, I, I don't like keeping secrets from the people, but let's just say even the, uh, the amount of time we've had here to rest and recuperate... I don't know if it will be enough, and I think everyone out there knows it too. So, um, any edge we can have to keep this army fighting fit, we we can't risk something like this getting out. No, that that makes sense. <sighs> Man, it's been a stressful few days. Yeah, yeah. Do you think those clerics have uh, any other spare healing? More for you. Yeah. You don't need it. No, just oh, kidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was like, I was down at two hit points, so. Karun's like, I almost died several times as well. <laughs> it's like, neither of us look that great. <laughs> I, I know. I, I appreciate that. And we will get you. We will get you all, all taken care of. Do you want us to, um, I mean, I know that. You know, if an attempt is made once that's unsuccessful, maybe it would happen again. Do you want us to set up, you know, uh, like living here as opposed to back at home or? That might not be a bad idea. We can do that. At least for the next day until we march out. I can have a room prepared for you. It's it's no big deal. <sighs> yeah, if that, if that would be helpful, then then we can definitely do that. It would be. It would be indeed. Actually, come to think of it, if you're interested in helping, even more so than you already have, mind you, not to imply that you haven't been helpful. No, I, 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 I yep, I got you. Just in terms of the, uh, the morale of this 
army and keeping it as high as possible. There's been a certain, um, let's just say, thorn in our side ever since this, uh, we, we took this city. Okay. One of the conscripts is, well, let's just say, uh, advocating for some very anti, uh, patriotic methods. He thinks we should surrender and we'd be better off as slaves to the Dragonblood Army, and he's been, um... Oh, okay. Not shy in sharing these views. Okay. Now I thought we could keep a handle on it, and I figured most of our people wouldn't be listening to him, and most of the, uh, the trained soldiers aren't giving him the time of day, but a lot of the conscripts, a lot of the common people who've just been given a sword and a shield, mm-hmm. well, they're not as... They're not like us, I guess. They haven't... They they don't know any better. That sounds really condescending, but well, no, I mean, it's I can kind s- of true. I mean, I can see how it would be appealing. This has been going on for... I mean since many of us were were kids we don't and even some of us don't remember a time before it and so for it to be over i mean that i can see how that would be just to have it done it's it's not so much how it's over but as i've told you it's no secret that we are outmatched here yeah and it's not something that we have too much control over at this point, and I think some people are feeling that, you know, at best we're marching towards a glorious death, and at worst towards a meaningless suffering. Mm-hmm. Regardless, this is also not something we can really have. Right. A day before we're trying to get out there. No, we that We need makes these sense. people to believe in the cause. Or else the battle's lost before we even swing a sword. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Did you have anything in particular in mind? Or, I mean, I'm sure I can can go talk to this guy, but... Here's what I'm going to tell you. I haven't really had the time or the resources or perhaps the know-how. I fix most of my problems by cutting them in half. Very valid. To deal with a problem like this and... All of the other hate god and um, what's that other guy's name? Captain Sebring and the other muckety mucks have enough on their plate right now. They don't really need to be embroiled in the goings on of the the, the foot soldier mm-hmm. again. Kind of condescending, but you get my drift. Mm-hmm. I will if if you're willing to do this. Here's what I need. I just need him shut up. I need him quieted. I don't care how you do it. Ideally, if you could get him over to the other side to tell everyone he's already convinced that he was wrong, he's seen the light, and that, that you know, we should march forth into glory, that would be great. Mm-hmm. But I need him shut down. Okay. If you can handle that. If not, I understand. It's maybe not the most bright thing that we could be doing right now. No, I'll, I'll, I'll figure something out. Carhoon pulls his axe up and he says, yes, we will. (laughs) (laughs) I can quiet somebody. Um, I know. I wasn't saying it. She's like, (laughs) it's like, (laughs) 
I mean, I'd prefer if you didn't you didn't have to kill him, but if you do, I do not want to hear about it. Okay. I I mean, that will be that will be literally last resort. This, last last resort. This leaves this room. I don't I don't want to hear this guy's name again. Okay. Which, by the I way, I was going to say what is his name so that I can go find him. His name is Darius Julep. All right, Darius Julep. He was a farmer. Did he grow mint? He might have. He might have been a mint farmer. Mint julep. Min- <laughs> You're going to mint julep? <laughs> At a horse race. Karun's like, I'm going to mince him with this. That's his accent. Wait, no. Um, <laughs> anyway, he's a, he's a fun. I can tell you approximately where he lives. And most days he goes out into where the, the barracks are set up and just gets up on his little soapbox and starts shouting at people, which surprisingly works more than I'd like to admit it does. No, I mean, it. everyone's vulnerable right now, and it, it. maybe it wouldn't work in normal circumstances, but this is by no means a normal circumstance. He usually gets up late morning, talks all day. He's only been at it for... You know, two days now, but it's amazing what what you can do in two days. So mm-hmm. if he could not get up there today, sure. that would be amazing. Sure. What time is it now? It's like midnight. Okay. She's like, stay here. We can all rest up. Okay. Feel a little <laughs> bit better. And then we'll, we'll go find him then. And then I never want to hear about this dude again, unless it's him, you know. Being a war hero. Being a war hero. Okay. Darius Julep. Darius Julep. Okay. Um, well, you need to get some rest as well. I do. Uh, Hakon is do. in good hands. Um, you need to get some well-earned shut-eye as well. So, all right, Carhoon and I will, um, you know, if we can uh, find a, a spare room, you know, somewhere around here, and uh, uh, we can, we'll take a rest, and then... We'll go take care of some business. Remember, not a word. I don't even know what you're talking about. Excellent. Uh, yeah, so some, some people come back. They bring you your your armor and gear and whatnot. The shield that was discarded. And they're like, there were a lot of dead people in your house. It's crazy. Um, were you able to maybe take them out of the house? Um, someone can do that, but we we were kind of in a rush. No, 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 that makes sense. But if someone could maybe just, I'm, I am sure that there is a place that... Christian's like, we will be disposing of all of these bodies again. No one can know. <laughs> Poor Grisham, I feel like his eyes are just bloodshot yeah. and he's just gotten so paranoid yeah. and just is exhausted and so when Octavia's like, yeah, get some sleep, grizzled. she's like, you need to get some sleep. Like, he on is. day three of just, like, straight caffeine. He is. He is grizzled. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but they give you your stuff back. They lead you to a room, and uh, it's, like, right next to this room. Extra guards are posted up at, at Hakon's door, and as you're leaving, you can see, like, he's he's doing better. Okay, good. All right, so you have a room. You can rest up for the night. And then dawn breaks. The roosters crow. That's not what roosters sound like. <laughs> I mean, they could in Moir. We've never established it. The roosters crow. The sun starts to peek its head up over the horizon. And 
the, the threat seems to be eliminated. Now you know at least two assassins escaped um, from, from you. So mm-hmm. hopefully they're out of the city, but the people who were sent to search did not turn up anything. That makes sense. So If they weren't found to begin with, it makes sense that they kind of melted into the night even if they didn't leave. Yeah. Yep. They're still in the mushroom cloud. The assassins are coming from inside the house. (laughs) So, what do you do? Um, Let's see. Before we go down for the night again, um, I'm going to cast Hero's Feast and give us all some temp HP because this will last for 24 hours. And I'm going to give it to, you know, Grisham and Hakon and um, Carhoon and me. And that gives us invulnerability to poison um, and some advantages against poison as well. Thinking of assassination attempts. Yeah. All of that kind of thing. Uh, so we all have um, that hero's feast, and then I'm going to prep a couple more uh, interactive type spells than I normally would. So in the morning after, um, you know, Carhoon and Octavia get their kind of second, I mean, their first full rest, basically, of those 24 hours, mm-hmm. uh, they will suit up and they will go try to find Darius. All right. So you go down to the area in which Grisham directed you. It's where most of the uh, the soldiers and the conscripts are living. You don't have an exact like house number because everyone, again, is just kind of shacked up wherever they could find. And no one's really worried about, you know, property at, mm-hmm, at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get to the area and, you know, you have a rough description Uh, He's a farmer, like straw hat, kind of scraggly beard, peasant clothes, you know, brown eyes. Mm -hmm. But you don't know that you could pick him out of a crowd. So what do you do? Um, I guess if there's anyone else around, we'll just kind of start asking like, oh, have you, uh, do you know where um, Darius Julep might be? Roll me a persuasion. Persuasion? Sure. Yeah, give me a persuasion. 14. 14. Um, yeah, so you you grab somebody passing you by in the street, and you're like, hey, where's Darius Julep? They're like, oh, that guy. Yeah, points you to a house, like a couple streets down around the corner. Like, he usually hangs out in there before he goes and does his, his thing. Do you, I mean, I guess that you've heard of what his, what his thing is. is oh, it's impossible not to hear him. He's very loud. I mean, do you... It's a carnival barker in another life. I mean, do you seem convinced by him, or...? I don't. Well, I do what I'm told. Okay. Well... Have a good day. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Cuddles off. Uh, we will go up to the house where that the guy just pointed out and knock on the door. All right, you approach, knock on the door. After a few moments, you hear some shuffling inside. And uh, it swings open. And you can see there's there's several people like housed mm-hmm, in here, mm-hmm. uh, kind of getting up, getting ready for the day, that kind of thing. Uh, but someone's at the door, like, "Yeah, what do you want?" Um, we're here looking for uh, Darius Julep. Jul- Person turns around, Darius, Darius, there's people here for you. <laughs> He'll be out in a second. <laughs> Perfect. Or I mean, we can we can also come in. You want some milk? Um, sure. You don't sound convinced. I'm not going to waste my milk on you then. Uh, you can right. have water. 
I mean, water would be great. Actually, we're fresh out of water. Okay. And go down to the mess. That's totally fine as well. I'm used to being a good host. Ah, uh, those were the days. I can understand that. Man, well. We'll get back to that. We'll see. Maybe, maybe not. Anyway, Darius! Darius! He's a bit slow in the morning, so just give him a moment. How you been? I've been okay. How, how have all of you been? You didn't answer my question. I, I've been okay. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, yeah. Um, crazy weather we're having lately, huh? <laughs> it has, I mean, it has kind of been crazy. Did you see the, like, the creature coming out of the lake? That kind of made things, uh... No, I came by land. Oh, I was yeah. part of the land. Division. Oh, yeah. There was there was a whole uh, whole big old water spirit. It's crazy. I know. Crazy times we're living. I hear there was a giant turtle down on the beach. There, there was. I mean, he's probably still there. Are you originally from Lake Ansel or where are you from? Me? Oh, no. I'm from outside of Stag Pond. Oh, okay. Nice. Are, are all of you kind of gesturing to everyone else? Uh, I mean, from? a lot of us are. That's where the majority of this, this army is. Mm-hmm. A couple of us come from here and there and everywhere but you know anyway Darius oh there he is here yeah, I'll, I'll let you go okay Darius there you're up and then a uh, scrawny <laughs> scraggly looking farmer walks up with a straw hat and like a piece of hay out of his mouth Classic. he's got like a short sword strapped on on a belt that's a little bit too big for him so it's like doubled up mm-hmm. and he's got a hoe in the other hand because he's a farmer classic nice he walks out and he's got a soapbox under the other arm nice all right um octavia will be like what y'all want you mind taking a walk with us i don't take walks with strangers who who y'all oh i'm uh octavia you might have seen you know the uh, giant fire elemental and no that was me um this is carhoon you might have heard about this uh you know tyrannosaurus rex stomping oh around. i see what's That's going it. on here huh mm-hmm. then big week sent you to rile me up here hey? well your intimidation tactics will not work I'm just speaking my mind, speaking the truth to the people. I'm all for Y'all want to get yourself killed fighting a useless war? That's your choice. I'm all for people speaking their mind, but I mean, whether or not it's the truth, that will, that may not necessarily be the case. Well, that's a matter of opinion, ain't it? Well, not usually when it comes to truth. That's literally why that word exists. Let me ask you something. You see the future? No. Well, then... Can there be any truth on the future as of yet? I mean, potentially. Can there be truth on something that has not happened yet? If I say tomorrow is going to be rainy, I can't know if that's the truth or not. Maybe it will be. Maybe it won't be. Who are you to say that it's not the truth? Well, I guess the matter of perspective is you called it a what? Useless war? Or a, More uh, or less, yeah. Well, I I've guess... seen a lot of my friends die and they ain't never going to see the freedom we're supposedly fighting for. I have as well. But it's still, isn't it still worth it for the people who are left? I mean, if, look, the way it looks to me, he shuts the door behind him. The way it looks to me, a lot of us have died already. A lot mm-hmm. of us are going to die. And the way I'm looking, I've seen this army. i see how many folks we got. Look at me, I ain't no fighter. Half this army is people who've never picked up a sword before. And you expect us to go in there. And win this war against an army ten times our size in 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 that kind of fortification? We are all going to die, sweetie. We are all going to die. And then you know what's going to happen? All those people we're trying to protect, they are going to be left to a horrible, miserable, painful death when those armies march right over our corpses and burn the rest of our towns. So why do you think that the towns won't be burned 
Anyway. Because? You think they they want to do all the work? No, no, no. If we go over there, throw down our swords and say, listen up here, Mr. Craig, we are sorry about all this mess. You win. We will do your dirty work for you. We will at least be alive, my friend. Look, I, I'm I a farmer. I've done hard, physical, brutal labor. Label? Labor. All my life. All right? I'm used to it. When this war's over, one way or another, that's probably what I'm going to end up doing. I could do it for me, or I could do it for them. I mean, you're operating... I'm going to be live. Under the assumption that that's the way that they would let you live. You... You don't see those people over in, in Dirk Mount? I heard about them. They people just like us. And you know what they did? They said, excuse me, Mr. Craig, we are sorry. We do not want to fight you. We want to work with you. Now, we're a little bit late to the game, you and I. But I think if we put it real nicely, uh, he would welcome a free labor source. Most people would. I say if someone comes up to me and says, hey, mister, let me shine your shoes. I won't charge a penny. I'll let him do it. Absolutely. From my conversations with Craig, I don't think that that would necessarily go over well. Well, that's a matter of disagreement. Again, somebody's got to till fields. Somebody's got to build the houses after they burn them all to the ground. You think they're going to turn down me doing it? If, If the alternative is they have to do it? Well, I mean, from Craig's perspective... That's the M.O. What's the difference between you doing it and somebody from his army doing it? He doesn't really care, except that he's waged war against us for this whole time. So if he has the option, if you come to him and you're like, sir, let me shine your shoes, what's to stop him from just being like, oh, I have someone else who shines my shoes, I'm just going to kill you. Because that someone else probably would rather have me shine the shoes on them. Well... I know how Craig's look, perspective power. doesn't it doesn't matter who what the other shoe shiner thinks. Craig's the head honcho in charge, but Craig's also a leader, and Craig has to keep his people happy too. Mm. Does he? I don't think they have to be happy, they just have to fear him, and they do. Look, your entire argument is based off the fact that you do not think this army that has been trying to conquer us for fifteen years would take free slaves. Look, I'm just saying. No, I mean they, I get your, uh, they would. I get your point. Like They keep the dwarves as slaves. Well, at least the ones they didn't kill. You I know mean, how many dwarves are locked up in that mountain right now? Well, especially because A it's whole easy. bunch. I mean, I see your you point. You think they don't want to double, triple that size? It's a lot easier to control slaves within one city than across the whole continent. There's enough of them. I mean... Look, I'm saying we got, we got a choice. Yeah, in my perspective, we got a choice. Death or life. And I tell you what, I'm going to choose life. I would rather be alive. I can understand that. So, I have a uh, soapbox to stand on to shout at all these people. I've I've got a little bit of a following now. And so I tell you what, what. So what are you hoping to accomplish then? I'm hoping to save my life and as many people who will listen to me. And so, and by doing what? Just making people more afraid? What what do you think is going to happen? You're just going to make everyone even more terrified? That's, I'm sure, very helpful. How am I making anyone more terrified? Right now, they're terrified of getting killed. At least. I'm giving them 
another option out. That seems are like you, less terror to me. Are you though? Is yeah. it an actual option? It, it, that is the whole conversation we've been having. Yes, it is. So why don't you just leave? Because I'm trying to use every last moment I have to convince as many people as I can to take that option with me. Look, I got one day left. I'm going to take that day. We're going to round up as many people as listen to me. And we're going to head out there and make this deal. All right. You're welcome to join us. I heard about the things you can do. You think a Tyrannosaurus Rex? Not that I know what that is. Wouldn't be very useful in, you know, clearing away rubble, hauling big rocks to build big castles. I mean, I don't doubt it, but I don't want that. Well, then that's that's your choice, and I respect that, but this is my choice. And so I'm going to go see if I can get some more people to come on with me, join the Julep Army. Well, I think you're operating under the assumption that it's just going to be a one-to-one army-to-army, person-to-person fight. And that's not the case. And, I mean... Yeah, a lot of people have died, and a lot of people are going to keep dying, and a lot of people are going to keep dying Sure don't sound like a convincing argument to me. Well, I'm just, I'm being honest. One way or the other, a lot of people are going to die, whether y'all just march up there, or whether you march up there with the continent at your back. But I guess then also the question is, you know, is this continent something you're willing to die for? And for me, it is. I'm willing to die for it for my younger sister. Look. I'm willing to die for it for my twin who's already died. In the very, very beginnings of this. Super long ago. You know. And I don't know if necessarily you're, you know, instilling additional fear and doubt into the minds of people who, you know, might not have that much time left. I don't know if that's a... Ah gracious thing to be doing i'm not spreading fear i am spreading if anything hope for life beyond the next 48 hours now secondly if there was more than a bunny's butt of a chance of victory i would lay down my life but right now well how how do you not know how do you know i know how many there are up in that mountain i know how many there are in this town we barely took this place and this was a fraction of their forces now we got to march in the most fortified place in all of my land fire an army 10 times our size yeah i am not a trained fighter okay no no i don't i understand that but you're again you're operating under the the assumption with a shovel (laughs) you're operating under the assumption that this army is the only army orcs twice my size who have been trained to kill their entire lives you are operating under the assumption that this that this is it. That there are no aces up sleeves. Look, I know you. I'm not I've heard stories. I know you got powers. Oh no, I, I've <laughs> seen them. I saw that dinosaur fall off the top of that tower. I did. It was impressive, mind you. But I have also seen all of the stuff that they have. That they can do. I've heard stories of, you know, half dragons flying around, weird beasts, giant monsters with skull magics, crazy look. I I took care of the skull magic guy. But also, Darius, it's not just me. I'm I'm not saying that I'm the ace up the sleeve. There are other aces up the sleeve. Look, 
And we can't obviously go talking about it all the time because then, I mean, Craig is probably listening to this conversation. All right, look here. You are asking me to trust that you have some super secret thing that is going to outweigh all of the obstacles I just talked about. You just want you want me to now. I know you are here because somebody up in that tower heard about me and just wants me to stop. All right, I'm I I may not be educated, but I am not dumb. All right, I see what's going on here. Now, if you, you want to. If, if you want me to take that at face value, you are going to have to give me some evidence. All right. You prove to me that we have more than a buddy's butt of a chance. <laughs> and maybe we can talk. But right now, I don't see it. I don't hear it. I don't feel it. I can't taste it. Not that I'm sure I'd want to. You wouldn't. So you are you are cutting into my time. All right. Now, if you have anything else to say to me. Feel free, but I have to go. Uh, you you can join in, listen to. I don't want to call it a sermon because it is not religious in nature, but um, it's oratory. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, you can come listen to me, Darius. No, I have some evidence, but we just need to go. Let's go to my house. Oh no, I'm you not. You want to bring me to a secluded area? <sighs> hmm. Hmm. Okay, fine. Boy. Okay, um, can I swear you to secrecy as well as all of your uh, housemates there? I don't. I do not know about them. Okay. Well, then, who do you trust to watch your back? No, that's kind of my point. I I don't have trust in these people. Okay, to, then what's to... the difference between being in a secluded area with us versus being not in a secluded area with us? If you well, don't because trust I know I could take it. I could take some of them in a fight. You. You could kill me by looking at me. And I know you won't do that in a crowded place full of other people. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Um, well, let's let's go back in your house then. Are you going to kill everybody? No. Why would I want to kill everybody? To keep us quiet. Like, literally to have you listen to a word that I've said. Have you actually internalized it? I mean, I, I've heard some of it. And it sounds like you might be willing to uh, make some sacrifices to, uh, you know keep your end of the fire come in you want some milk? wait we don't have any milk he opens the door okay who else is in this house puts his hand on his hilt walks in oh there's julie and jamie and charlie bucky freddie patrick mm-hmm. that's, that's a good it. number that's it and you yeah that's and me. seven to a house yeah i forgot all those names already uh, I think it was Julie, Jamie, Julie, Jamie Bucky, Bucky, Patrick. Patrick there was one more Char- in there. Charlie. 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 Thank you. <laughs> okay. Carhoon leans over. He's like, "You're not going to kill them, right?" No. What? What's the play here? You know that we have an army at our disposal with fast numbers. Oh, it's true. Okay, I thought you were going. No, I'm not going to kill them. No, I mean, I thought. It- you were gonna try. I was like, I don't. Anyway, sorry. I I didn't think you were gonna. I just thought you were going somewhere else with this. Anyway, no, that, that was my plan. I mean, okay. I'm not a bard. I don't have a lot of like make people love me magic. So you know, gotta kind of use just my words, which I'm you know not great at. Fulmis comes in and she says, "I'm pretty good at words. If you need some help, I've dealt with naysayers in the past." 
Uh, Just uh, keep your options open, dear. I mean, how would... I mean, I know that you've given me a lot of charisma, but like... And the ability to magically alter people's minds. But I you have do charm what you think monster, is. not charm person. Is it only it's charm monster. Um, because it used to be charm. I think can't that apply to everybody? It applies to a creature. Yeah, so people is, are creatures. Is a people a, is a people a creature? Charm oh, person okay. only affects humanoids. Charm monster uh, means you can do it to anyone. Okay, but it only lasts for an hour. So I mean, like that's true. It wouldn't be a long term. Just in an hour, Darius would be even more mad at us. Perhaps I'm just saying. No, that's that's kind of my like. Keep your options open. If that, if, if what, if this doesn't work, then that's probably going to be, you know, I'd like it to be organic if possible, because then mm. I think it would be more effective long term and maybe affect more people than I would really have the ability to do. Mm. So, can I do a persuasion check just to try to get Darius to be a little less antagonistic and at least start seeing my side of the argument? Uh, you could try. Persuasion, yeah. Eighteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. You think you've made solid arguments, but he seems very set in his ways. Okay. Um. Let's see. Julie, Jamie, Charlie, Patrick, Bucky, and. I think that was it. Okay. And me. And you. Um, Darius. Darius. Um. All right. Um. Can I, like, swear you guys to secrecy on something? I know this is super random. This is pretty random. So, like, I'm trying to convince Darius of something, but I'm going to show him. Yeah, you guys weren't being very quiet. We heard the whole thing. Yeah. Um, But he's obviously, for some reason, suspicious of me. He thinks I'm just going to kill him. So... But I do not trust the government. And I'm the government? You're, you are... Uh, where do you think... Where did I'm you just come from? I'm an independent contractor. Where did, where did you just come from? Answer me that. What the, building were you in before you temple. came here? Oh, my goodness. You know who else is there? The government. So Look. are the clerics who heal people. And guess what? I was really hurt. Wait. You were really hurt? Yeah. What happened? I'm not telling you. Oh, that, and that makes me less suspicious. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually really clumsy. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to tell you. <laughs> It was really bad. Roll a deception check. I'm not wrong. 16. I think you're hiding something. Of course I'm hiding something. I've already told you that I have aces up my sleeve that I can't tell you. About why you were injured. But we got bigger fish to fry. We do. But you are not earning my trust here. Secrecy, you say? Tell me, if you got something so big it could turn the tide in this world, why are you keeping us a secret? So that Crag doesn't know about it? That's why they're called aces up the sleeve, so that your opponent doesn't know about them. All right. Um, Jamie, Julie, and Co., do you swear on the three that you're not going to tell anybody what you're about to see? Yeah, I guess. Do they seem trustworthy? Roll an insight check. 28. I mean, they think that now. But once they see what you're about to show them, you're not sure if they'll be able to keep their mouth shut. That's true. All right. Um, that's fine. I'm going to uh, pull Jasulka's trunk out of the bag of holding. Okay. Yep. And I'm going to be like, Carhoon, you stay up here. Um, Darius and I are going to go down. Okay. Don't let anyone he else down. puts his hand on his... Oh, wait. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> pulls his hand back down from the axe. Nope, not what we're good. Not what we're nope, doing. Nope, nope, that's not nope. the plan. That's not the plan. That's plan. Carhoon like... is not a murderer. I'm just having fun. Uh, <laughs> plan like triple Z. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey everybody, you wanna see a card trick? <laughs> Anybody know a card trick? I don't. Gosh. Okay. Carhoon. Um. So Octavia's gonna lift the lift the tr- uh, lid of the trunk Aww. and. Um, she'll go in first and she'll gesture for Darius to follow her um, and then have Carhoon close the lid behind them. Okay. You trot down. Darius is like, leading me into an even more secluded place. You wanted proof? You won't even have to dispose of my butt. Fine. Look, you wanted proof? He turns around. Look, if I don't come back in the next 15 minutes, I am dead. Everyone run. Escape the elf with your lives. Okay, turns around and follows you. I roll my eyes to Carhoon and to everyone else very Carhoon visibly. shrugs. <laughs> Closes the lid <laughs> on top of you. And we will go down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Through the darkness. And you pop out into this brilliant white laboratory room. This empty tube still in the corner. A little bit of sticky residue mm-hmm. surrounding it. Darius walks out behind you. What in the abyss is this? Uh, this isn't necessarily what I wanted to show you. This is just the, the lead up to it. And she'll what go... Is this is surgery table? You going to dissect me? Take my brain out? Put it in somebody else? That'd be kind of cool. Nope, that's not the plan. I just want you to look down below. And she will open the shutters. Yeah. Walks up to it, but makes sure to stay like 10 feet away yeah. from you <laughs> so you don't throw him out the window. That's understandable. Just moving very gingerly, giving you the side eye the whole time, just keeping an eye on you. Hand on his hill. Still got a hoe in the other hand. He left the soapbox upstairs. <laughs> and he comes over uh, to the window and looks down and just kind of stares out for a moment. And yeah, it's a crawling writhing mass of horrible horrible undead abominations as far as the eye can see and he turns at you and his face is really pale mm-hmm. what am i looking at what do you think you're looking at what kind of devilry are you up to oh this is this is not my doing then who's doing is it and why do you have this it's the doing of someone who is an ally he looks back down again you're telling me that your plan is to supplement our forces with an army of undead? Those are undead. Am I correct? You are correct. They are undead. He looks back down. Vomits mm-hmm. over the side. And I give him just a little push now. Octavia <laughs> <laughs> thinks about it for like a nanosecond and like shakes it off. It's like this is, this is your plan ace in the hole one of them and you're sure these things will fight for us and not against us mm-hmm. they're mindless they'll do whatever they're told I, i'm not fully sure how to react to this that's understandable the first time i saw them that was my exact same reaction i still do not trust you that's fine i do not trust that you have the best interests for these people in your mind wow i do not trust this 
No, that actually kind of hurts that you wouldn't that you would think that I have ulterior motives or something. This is I have sacrificed army? everything for this continent. Everything. So that it could be Moir again. I went to the Shadow Plane. I went to the Plane of Water. I fought un like things I can't even describe or really imagine. And you think that I don't have the best interests of these people at heart? I I think you think you do. I don't know if I could stomach this, but look. Fine. You you win. I'm not on your side. But if this is what I'm up against, you, you won't be seeing me again. Now, now, why are you not on my side? Why does this make you trust me less? Or XYZ? Do I really need an explanation why I don't trust someone who has a pocket dimension full of zombies? I told you, I've seen a lot of weird things. I understand that. I have not. And my simple mind cannot comprehend all of this. This is a lot. This is. I, no, I am a potato and carrot farmer. That is. I told you that. It is. A, it is a lot. Now, if, now our original our original proposition was showing you that we have more than a buddy's butt chance. A bunny's butt. A bunny's butt. I definitely thought it was a buddy's. <laughs> but. Nope. Because bunnies have small butts. They do. <laughs> and that, it's a small chance. It is a, no. It totally makes more sense than the way that I heard it. Um. My buddies have large cabooses. <laughs> I know. That's why I wanted I wanted to define which buddy you saw we're Patrick. To. <laughs> I definitely heard that man is thick. <laughs> Bunny, the small creature. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. <Sorry>. Serious <laughs> moment. All right. Bunny's butt. That was the original proposition. Does this make you think that we have a greater chance than that? Maybe. But you said yourself these things are mindless. Mm hmm. So it's hard to know that they ain't going to eat me just like they're going to eat them. No, that also makes sense. Um, so look. You're just going to have to trust me. We which I know is hard to do. That I do not. So was there literally anything I could have shown or said to you? Any evidence that would have made you? Well, if these were all thinking, breathing people who said, yes, we will fight with you, that, that might have done it. Look, I told you. Uh, you Fine. I I knew I was up against some crazy stuff. I did not know about this. Okay. So, I fine. Th- look, I don't know. I've got a lot to process right now. No, that makes sense. But unfortunately, you've also caused some harm. Because of you, morale is really, really low. Oh, because not because... No, of- no let me finish. And everyone doesn't know about the aces up the sleeve. And that's the point of them. 
And it sucks that we can't just let everyone in the know about everything. But I don't know if if you have ever had a, you know, someone where you couldn't tell everything all at once right at this moment, but you were able to tell them everything down the road or everything would be able to be made clear down the road. I mean, I've had that with, you know, like my siblings. I can't tell them everything all at once sometimes, but after, you know, something, some time has passed, I'm able to more explain things and it sucks for them, but they do trust me. And I know that you don't really, but then it's also not really fair to the people that you've spoken to because they don't get this insider knowledge. They just are scared. And they should be. It is a scary situation. But I would rather them have some hope. Which I hope that seeing this has given you some hope. Even if it's a weird, terrifying, strange hope. But it's not fair to the folks that you've scared. Look. Because they're going to they're gonna either, they're maybe going to march out and they're going to be even more scared than they should be. They won't have that, the confidence that they're at least walking together with everyone in the same, you know, mind and purpose. Here's the deal. You want me to stop talking, I will. But if you want me to convince people that I was wrong before after I could that 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 will not happen why not look if this does not inspire hope to me no it makes sense so I am not going to go speak hope you you want me to shut up I have shut up you won't hear from me that's fine but I, I, I'm not going to go reverse what I have done. If you want to, that is your prerogative. Now, I am about to vomit again, so can I please leave this place? One more thing. Fine, if you don't want to go to your little julep army or, or, or whatever you refer to them as. Um, julep army is correct. And refer, you know, and, and preach hope to them. That's fine. Can you at least go to them and say there is an ace up sleeves that I can't talk about, but I have seen because that is all the truth and things aren't as dire as I originally thought. Nah, look, that is not on me. No, it is on you. No. You are the one who turned those people's and minds. And you are the one who's keeping this a secret. Now, I, I said, good day. I have seen more today than I was hoping to. You should be lucky that I'm not going to go out there and continue doing what I have been doing. Because I have half a mind to. And if we keep this conversation going down, I may. So. Now, I'm seriously going to vomit again. The stench is not great. May I please leave? Well, I see the stairs. I'm going to leave. Thank you. Well, and you will not tell anyone what you've seen here. I I will do my very best. But if I speak during my sleep because of the nightmares I'm about to have... I cannot control that. No, that's that's fine. Can I do an insight check to see if he's lying? Sure. 26. He seems truthful. Okay. And you won't do anything to reverse any of the harm that you've done? Uh, we have been clear. Can I do a persuasion check on that last... Good day. 
thing, though. Because I haven't done a persuasion check since we've been here with seeing the army. That's true. 21. Do you... you yeah, you don't think he's going to budge on this one. Okay. And so he starts heading up the stairs. I close the shutters. Uh, so he goes up the stairs. You follow? Mm-hmm. And he uh, exits... The door hinges open at the top. He steps out of the chest, and everyone's kind of looking expectantly at him, uh, but his face is just pale as a ghost, and he walks to, like, the back and goes up the stairs, and you hear a door shut behind him. Uh, As you climb out, however, uh, you notice that you hear something, and and actually everyone kind of hears it again, and Karun's like, I'm glad you're up. I think something else is happening. And you hear uh, the bells ringing oh, yet no. again. Dong, dong, dong. Okay. Like, I don't know what's going on, but we should go see it. Okay. And uh, everyone's like, wait, what What happened? Darius! And they start going to follow. Follow us or him? For him. Yeah. Don't. I mean, don't, don't worry. He's fine. Don't ask him about it. He's He just kind of overreacted a bit. Connor's like, these people haven't seen half the stuff we've seen. No, I know. That's... I can understand why yeah. that might um, scar someone. Oh, I, I planned on it doing so. Okay, well, did did it work? I mean, he's not going to talk any, but he refused to, to talk to his tulip army, as he called it. Well, that's a small victory yeah. in itself. So we're going to have to go pay some visits to other folks. Well, we'll see if we I have mean, time maybe, for that. Yeah, not obviously right now, but... Okay, should we go? Yeah. Yes. Uh, you go and you see uh, the, the bell is ringing and you see there is kind of a commotion happening towards the north gate. Like you can see people rushing uh, through the streets to there. We will also rush there. All right, you follow. Uh, you get to the near the gate throngs of people uh, making their way as well. Some are panicked. Some are like, oh, the end is nigh. And some are like, what's <laughs> happening? So there's there's a mixture of emotions. Um, you get there and you can see you kind of work your way through the throng of normal, you know, foot soldiers and, and guards and whatnot towards the front of the crowd and up on the walls on top of the gates. Um, you see some of the more important people. You see uh, Sebring up there and you see... Uh, Grisham is up there as well. You do not see Hakon, who is probably still recovering. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they kind of see you and motion you up as well. O- okay. Are there, is there like a tower stair that yeah. we can go up? Yeah. We will join them. Uh, so you get up and you look out across the horizon and Grisham and Sebring are just kind of standing there looking kind of aghast, kind of worried. And Grisham is muttering like, this doesn't make any sense why would they pull a counterattack on us at, at this point they have the advantage of fortification and you can see like uh, a mass of people coming down from the north uh, along the road that would go up and kind of cross the the road east to Grudikov. it is still morning relatively you know not not like early early morning but it's definitely before noon mm-hmm. and 
you know, the defenses are being mounted on the walls. Archers are taking their points along the, the towers, etc. People are, are lining up, preparing to repel whatever attack this might be. You can hear some, some drums going as this army marches ever closer. However, they, they continue creeping forward. They don't seem to be moving exceptionally quickly. Is it the Happy Queen? And you can start to make out war banners... But you, as as they get a little bit closer, you can tell that these are not dragon blood, um, like banners. Mm-hmm. They don't have the teardrop. They don't have the dragon wings. They're not the right colors. In fact, they they lack any formal insignia at all. They're just kind of mm-hmm. just banners mm-hmm. flapping there of of various colors, um, and they look kind of makeshift. They don't look very like uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I was looking for the word, and. They get within about, like, range of of the archers. And Grisham's like, hold, hold. And no arrows are fired towards you. And this mass, you can start to make out the, the individuals, and they look to be humanoids. Uh-huh. They look to be in, in, again, not uniform armor. There is there is armor. It is there, but they don't all have, like, the same sets. Huh. Nothing is matching. Uh, it seems kind of ragtag, but they all look uh, strong. They all look capable. As they get within this, the army kind of stops and parts a little bit in the middle, and a few people walk forward. Uh, you see two in the front flanked by several uh, impressive-looking guards also holding these big banners. Uh, you see the two figures. One of them is a kind of grizzled older man wearing uh, worn but nice uh, half plate. And you see a woman in kind of like lightish armor, kind of battle robes, not like long flowing robes, kind of curtailed and cut down to, to more suit combat. And as you start to make out their oh figures... Carhood's jaw just sort of drops and he looks over at you uh, Sebring and Grisham and he says that's that's Lord Protector Severin and Lady Marin these are the armies of Montignon and we'll pick up there next episode ah! oh my gosh oh my god I never ever thought that they would come Never! Oh my gosh. Goodness gracious. Okay. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like what you heard, you can get in touch with us either on Twitter or Instagram. Our handle is at andadiepodcast, or you can check us out. Our website is meandmyspouseandadie.com, and you can submit critical hit or critical miss cards. Uh, We didn't hear any in this episode, but I am sure, (laughs) I am sure we will hear them in the future. Catch y'all next week.